Well, welcome into the Johnson City Small Business Podcast. We're all about connecting the folks of Johnson City, and I'm your host today, Ryan McKinney, and thanks for listening, and I'd like to welcome in my friend Frankie Bryan of Rocky Top Motors to the Johnson City Small Business Podcast. He's here to share a bit about his story, about his business here in Johnson City, and, and maybe even maybe we'll even talk a little bit, a little bit of baseball or something. So, uh, Frankie, welcome in. Thanks for being here. Thank you, Ryan. Excited to do it. I really appreciate you having me on the show. So I want to get, get some questions about business and, and running a small business in Johnson City. And first, take me back a bit to where it all began. You grew up in Johnson City, right? I sure did. I was actually born in Carter County on me too. Oklahoma, okay. yeah, Oklahoma Road. So okay. um, moved to Johnson City when I was about five, but you know, enjoyed the growing up out there in, in the country and still got some friends from the old neighborhood. You're going to have to give me a l- little bit of context because for our South Johnson City folks... Um, I grew up in Martindale, which is, you can either go South Rome Street or, or Oklahoma Street exit. Where, you get off that Oklahoma exit, were you coming back in towards Johnson City? Exactly. You're going to take that left at where the old Mountaineer yeah. once was. <laughs> which is now one source insurance, by yep. the way. Yep. All right. My friend Excellent. Lance Evans. <laughs> right. And uh, a left there, yeah. and then your, your very next right. And yep. I remember there was a, a little convenience store right there as well. Yep. And it was in a neighborhood called Oklahoma Estates. I know exactly where yeah. you're at. Right beside the uh, Rocky, no, not the Rocky Mount. Um, it's that little uh, another Tipton Haynes. Yeah, Tipton Haynes yeah. down that way. That little, exactly, little, yeah. Little, uh, um, Cabins, and, cabins, yeah. and they had a cave in there. We went exploring there a couple of times. Tried, I, I saw to get stuck. Yeah, a couple reenactments down there yeah. as well. That's really a neat, neat thing we have here. That is fun. It's fun for kids to get out there too. So, yeah. um, so you grew up, moved into Johnson City. I, I, I remember seeing a picture one time, a little St. Mary's Academy. <laughs> You got that right. I was I wore a uniform, so it uh, had nuns as principals. Right. Uh, actually, uh, Sister Beverly from Notre Dame was my principal, and and really instilled some values in me, uh, cool. one way or the other. So yeah. then I'm assuming sports kid growing up, playing some ball, playing some little league. Yeah, tell, tell our folks about that. Your your experience of growing up in Johnson City. Oh man, it's I mean as you know, just a great great community and. Uh, Got the the great weather for the sports and the four seasons. So I, I played some soccer and baseball and football. So did a little bit of everything and enjoyed it. Really, uh, always always enjoyed being part of a team and yep. um, competing and and winning, of course. So at what age were you kind of getting into baseball and, and finding that love for baseball? Definitely Johnson City American Little League. Really? Uh, oh yeah, I was uh, I was at Lions Field, so it's it's been pretty special, you know, yeah. getting to go back out there with Yeah, you're a legacy our boys. J Call agent. <laughs> That's uh, right. J Call player. Yeah, you I was in National that. League, so we had a lot of good rivalries with the the old Elks and Rotary and Optimus. Optimus. And yep. I, I was a care a care bear. Okay. For the care center. <laughs> yep. Indians coach Mike Brown. That's still great. still remember him. The endless batting practice and uh always always motivating. So. Some great that that era I think of of early nineties, you know, and, and into the late nineties, some of these great little league coaches that just gave and gave and gave to kids of our era. And then you look back and you're like, man, that they were just amazing people amazing coaches and the fact that they 
stuck through it for so many years. Really great. Henry Joy, you know, Doc uh, Whittemore in, in National League, uh, some of these folks. And you saw them in Major and American League, too. Yeah, they, the love for the game is, is real, and they, uh, they helped instill it in, in many generations. That's right. So, yeah. Braves fan, when did you start becoming a Braves fan? Oh, yeah, I'd say, you know, it was late 90s, you know, they, they had the squad, so <laughs> closest thing to home team that we could find That's around right. here. You That's know? right. Um, my dad was never much on, on any professional sports, you know, he was, he was a lot of business and enjoyed, loved taking me to the games though, local high school games and, and everything like that. Yeah. But, uh, the Braves, I, yeah, I just kind of found my own. He would have been a Pittsburgh Pirate fan. He's from Pennsylvania. Okay. So he did, he did cheer for the Pirates, uh, and his parents loved watching the game. So really probably got into baseball at a, a very young age. Right. As long as I can remember. That's cool. So were yeah. you also like as you grew up in Johnson City, did you start working in the 15, 16, 17 year old range like as you were kind of working your way through high school? Where where were you working? Certainly. Um Chick-fil-A was my my very first job and I'm I'm grateful for for Chick-fil-A because everyone knows their customer service yeah. is is unparalleled and they uh really trained me early on 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 that and uh just the the team spirit there right, yeah. in, a, in a workplace and, and how that can uh, bring a place to pl- uh, where Chick-fil-A is right now. It's right. De- definitely the management and training and leadership that that they instill in all their people. And after ch- I actually had a bunch of jobs <laughs> in, uh, in high school because, uh, you know, whenever you're, uh, your parents, you know, you're, you're getting a little trouble once in a while they they tell you go get a job so right. so I, I had a few of them and uh when uh, uh chick-fil-a i worked there for a little while and i guess i was just more of a sales guy mm-hmm. so uh, i got a job at, at the mall selling some self-activated heating pads i, I was the guy waving people down and <laughs> you know what I've never been shy right so that that worked out good worked with with a good friend of mine uh, at that job and and we had fun. It was kind of seasonal and right. worked at Lone Star Steakhouse, uh, was a busboy there. Right. And, uh, and also did some, uh, some telephone sales at a place called Hilton Head Guest Services okay. that was in the same shopping center as Lone Star. Okay. Yep, I think they might have recruited me on their lunch right. break. <laughs> How did you go from, from all these? Because I'm not here in auto industry yet. No. How did you transition to the auto industry? So, you know, sales, retail, uh, worked in, in clothing as well, was uh, a manager at a, a polo outlet store. So that's where, that's where I started to learn some leadership and, and those type of roles. Right. And had a kid, had to grow back. I actually, I spent a few years out in Colorado okay. after college. Well, went and Snowboarding? Snowboarding, okay. adventuring. Nice. Yep. So... Uh, had to grow up, and obviously, John City. There's no better place to raise a family, so you know we wanted to to be here. Right. And came back. Uh, Gary Hudgens was was my end to the car business, okay. and uh, just a great guy, family friend. I went in there, you know, thinking that you had to start at detail, which hey, a lot of people do. Sure, you know, work your way up. And I went in there telling them I'd do anything to to get a start. I needed right. a, a real career 
and it started with was selling 10 years ago at okay. a Jeep Chrysler Dodge store. Yep, uh, Carl Gregory. Okay, and yep. then how did you, you know, work your way up into managing and leading and being a leader in the in the auto industry? So I was uh, in a contest. It was actually a March Madness okay. sale, is yeah. what Gary would call it. March is a, a great time to buy a car. You okay. know, a, a lot of. A lot of good things going on in March, warm weather, you know, taxes are coming back, you know, it's a good time to get one. Um, So he always put on a huge contest. This time he actually gave away a vacation that was for the GM or the GSM. And he was going to give it to the top salesman that month. So yeah. so we worked bell to bell, 80 hours a week, seven days a week, because unfortunately we were open on Sundays okay. as well. And I, I earned that trip and took the family to Costa Rica nice. as a salesman on a trip with owners and GMs. You know, it yeah. was uh, uh, the TV channel right. uh, had put it on. Uh, WJHL, yeah. I think, had, had sent us. So they were, you know, they took their their biggest names and clients, and it was uh, just an amazing trip, and and made some some uh, valuable contacts right. there. And they told me, you know, hey, if you ever need a job, come see us. <laughs> and uh, what what else were you learning? Um, just a, as a sales rep, what were you picking up at that point in time from from those folks? Especially, I could. Imagine is a great opportunity, kind of on everybody's downtime, and yet still talking work, still talking shop. Were there were there any life lessons or, or sales lessons or leadership lessons that you picked up while you were there in Costa Rica, hanging out with some of the some of the cream of the crop? Most certainly, um, really, just the character that that those guys have and the. Uh, hospitality and and how genuine they were and and what they said and and what they did you know there was follow through to to what all of them you know promised and Mm -hmm. you know when i made that phone call auto nation came and bought carl gregory and Mm -hmm. you know there was some some uncertain things going on and i said hey let me go check out toyota Mm -hmm. and i made a call and you know he he made good on his word and i spent uh four years there as used car sales manager right okay Uh, yeah what um, at, at a certain point did you know that you were always going to own your own business? Not necessarily. You know, uh, I went into it. You know, from a salesman to a, a sales manager. Yeah. And I was actually got hired on as the new car sales manager. So I, I spent some time behind both desks okay. doing new and used. Um, it's always you know I probably been in the back of my mind my my dad opened his own business uh left texas instruments yeah and opened a paragon controls it was like a, a programming business him, right. and, him and a friend yeah and at some point siemens came and recruited him back when they came in yep. so then he got out of his business and went back with siemens which you know worked out good for him mm-hmm. and um but that seeing him do that and and just always um, have an entrepreneurial spirit, you know, and, uh, the leadership and really my, my partner Fletcher, you know, would, would be the one that 
gave me the final push okay. because he is he is just a driven individual and I knew that you know him and I as a team we just we couldn't miss right so. and so as that's imminent that you're going to open up your own business what kind of fears were you having what kind of anxieties were you having of okay I've got somewhat of a stable position of leadership and with a great organization and we're going to roll the dice we're going to go out what 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 were you all feeling in 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 those moments months leading up to, to open up your own shop last february well there there was a lot of of all of that <laughs> Ryan, a lot of feels for sure <laughs> and uh and, you know fletcher will tell you too um but if if there's one thing that that kept us afloat and moving forward and and just really took care of us is it was our faith our faith through through God and and just prayer and hard work, you know that that'll that'll get you through anything. And his wife and you know and my wife, the support from them and the the families definitely helped because as as you know, February was last year was was an interesting time to start a business. Right. Yeah. We we didn't know the news came out a few weeks after I quit my job. <laughs> <laughs> so um, you know, but here we are. For the for those of you uh, young bucks listen to this 15 years down the road that was the uh three weeks later uh COVID-19 hit and the world essentially changed into a pre-COVID and post-COVID world um so so tell folks a little bit about Rocky Top Motors and it's it's a really special place um we we hear it from our customers whenever they come out and and visit us that it's it's not like walking into a big dealership you know i was i was in that environment mm-hmm. for years and and the biggest complaint from customers is the amount of time that it takes to buy a car the back and forth that they have to do with people that aren't even making the actual decision yeah. you know it's buying a car should be way more simple than a lot of places make it and that's what we do um you know we're on all of your third-party websites carfax auto trader kelly blue book car gurus and just to name a few mm-hmm. so there you can compare you know values and see that we're competitively priced to the market and you're getting a good value on the car and the quality of cars is is what we look for as well when you know right. there's no secret to buying these cars we do hours of research checking the car facts checking the vehicle history and even the cars that we buy from the auction come with guarantees from the auction okay so we we are not putting a car on the lot that we wouldn't put our own family in. And we actually drive the cars on the lot, so we're, we're putting our family in. <laughs> in them every day anyway. <laughs> yep. That's something that's always intrigued me about our friends that are in the auto industry is, is auction. And wondering, one, getting these vehicles from all over the country, and then you guys you know, figuring out which one you want and then bringing them back. And I'm, I'm curious – so you talk about the guarantee that the the auction house gives you guys, you know, what what does that look like for for a client that's coming to to do business with you guys? Certainly. So 
we buy what's called green light cars, and okay. that means that the car is going to be in, in good running shape. Everything's operating. If not, then we can arbitrate with the auction, you know, settle with them so that we can get that issue fixed, okay. still stay priced competitively to the market. If they don't want to fix it or something, we could send the car back. With our customers, once we purchase the car, do the service, get it ready for the lot, those vehicles, as long as they're under 200,000 miles, Mm -hmm. will qualify for one of three types of warranties. You could cover powertrain and engine, you could cover uh, comprehensive, or you could cover everything but wear and tear items, which is like an exclusionary, and, and we price those, obviously, being at the big dealership, I see the cost and what everybody charges for those warranties were thousands less. So you could get the vehicle with that coverage that might cost you $800 a month or $50,000 at the dealership. You could get that car from us with the same guarantees, few more miles on it, mm-hmm. maybe a few years older, right. but knowing that you're going to have a peace of mind, you know, and just as beautiful of, of a car, you know, as the day it was new most right. of the time for half the money. That's what we specialize in. We, we look for unique vehicles, you know, that are hard to find that not everybody has, but everybody likes to drive. Right. So what's been the most unique vehicle that you've seen lately on your lot that you've just been like, oh man, I wish I could just keep that one. (laughs) It's, we, we get them a lot. There's, there's a few of them for sure. Um, we got a Shelby GT 500 right now, a local car. It's a, a low mileage, you know, 500 horsepower race car, obviously uh, a lot of fun for somebody. Ready for uh, Bristol uh, dragways. (laughs) Oh yeah, (laughs) drag nights coming up. Yes, that's great. Oh yeah, that's that's probably the the hottest one. And you know we got some some specialty off road vehicles, um, all your imports and and whatnot. And we also can you know help people with servicing on those vehicles as well. A lot of people are like, oh, it's an import. You have to take it to Knoxville to get serviced. Yeah. Not necessarily. Okay. You know, we can we can help with all that. So what's your, I heard, you know, a little bit of competition with the, the, big, the big guys, the franchise guys and coming in and, and a little bit of that. What else do you feel that you guys can, can help a client with and what's your value proposition? Definitely the the time factor of finding the car that they want they come in test drive it they could be out the door in 30 minutes you don't have to talk to three or four different people all of who which are trying to sell you additional products that is is just their profit and you know not always the best for the customer Mm -hmm. you know i'm going to sell you you know what you want we're, we don't have to sell 300 cars a month, so we're not going to be pushy like some of the bigger dealerships trying to convert every single customer. You know, if, yeah. if I got what you want, you know it's going to be a great car and a great deal, and here's the warranty to, to give you that extra peace of mind and just a, a super easy process. Um, you know, my my neighborhood, I, I, I take pride in that on my street six of my neighbors are driving cars that, that they've got from me. So Love that. thanks, Brian. It's, it's just that peace of mind of, right. and talking to the guy that is making the decision and that bought the car and, yep. and knows all everything that's went on. So it's, it's a really, uh, 
a lot easier, smoother, quicker process that can save people money at, at the same time. I love it. Uh, so how do you, you got Fletcher, right? Do you guys have any other employees that, that come on the lot and, and help, uh, help you guys out? We do. So Fletcher and I were co-owners and, um, even, you know, though we are the owners, you will see us on a daily basis washing a car if it needs it, uh, you know, gassing them up, getting them ready, just doing anything that needs to be done from, you know, this the day it comes in. Mm-hmm. You know, we've got uh, actually some local small businesses that help inspect the vehicles and service them. We use Brown's Mill uh, Auto right there on Roan mm-hmm. Street, real yep. close to us. We use... Uh, ECT detail. Mm-hmm. Um, Michael over there does a great job, uh, cleans a lot of cars for us. We have a, a detailer that works for us, you know, in how he's, he's there every day. Great guy, Brad. Um, got a, a guy downstairs, does mechanic, body work, paint. He's, he's really a jack of all trades. We're, we're lucky to have him. And he was actually a son of a customer that we had had. Okay. And she enjoyed her experience so much that she said, I want my son to, to come work, work for you. And knew he could be an asset, and he, he 100% yeah. is. So yeah. that that was neat how that came about. And uh, <clears throat> just, yeah, a lot of, a lot of local businesses we try to you know support the small businesses just because it's such a a good group of folks in here in johnson city what have you seen from from these small businesses and and you guys being able to to work together as far as um you know getting small business in in johnson city to to continue to thrive during covid you know it's um and to name another one, Hayworth Tire right mm-hmm. next door to us, Motor yeah. Mile Tire right down the street from us, uh, two, two great uh, resources for yeah. us and, and just great people to deal with. And they, you know, I just know from prices and, and, and buying parts and tires and everything for, for so many years, they really take care of us. You know, they, they really take care of local business. And, you know, when we've sold a car to, to, you know, a few of our vendors as well. So when they come in and they need something, we're going to return the favor. Right. How do you, um, obviously I can imagine when you, when you own your own business, you care more than the employees do. How do you get them on board with what you all aspire to be as a business and and the vision that you have, how do you get buy-in from, from employees? I believe in giving them the ability to grow with the business and really be a part of what's happening and, and not treat them like an employee. You know, I mean, it's, it's always, a team and group decisions and, you know, getting their input, showing them we care, right. You know, it's, it's, and it, and it helps. Cause I mean, it's, it's amazing at what you can learn just by listening. Right. Yeah. Um, a, a lot of the, um, folks that I've been in conversations with, and when we talk about having people be a stakeholder, in your business, even if they're an employee, right. And like you said, like having them be part of the decision, such a huge opportunity. And and as long as you can create an opportunity big enough for them in, in your world, then hopefully they're going to stay with you and continue to grow with you. I think that's great. Certainly. 
So, so what's trending in your world? One of the things that I worry about for my dealer friends locally is, is the Carvanas and the, the online, you know, just go buy a car online, have it shipped to you. Um, what's trending in your all's world that, that has you not necessarily concerned, but piques your interest and says, you know what, we, we need to do a good job here and maybe we need to change some things here. You, you're right on, on it with the digital and people yeah. wanting to shop from home, not get out and, and test drive and, and do all this. And, yeah. you know, with the inspections that we're doing and the the warranties and the, the reviews that we have, you know, we've we've really pride ourselves in, in keeping the perfect five star in the first year. We haven't had a bad review on any platform uh, over 150. Thanks, Ryan. Just perfect reviews. So that's where people go to yeah. buy their cars is online, like right. you said. And we have shipped cars all the way from Texas to New Jersey, um, people coming from Every state in the southeast region. I mean, so so they're seeing us. We we do a lot of advertising online, okay. and when they call us, they get that A class customer service. They they know we care. They, we're you know if we tell them we're going to call them back, we're going to call them back with right. the information that they requested, and uh, we do walk around videos with customers. We. Um, give them whatever peace of mind they need to buy that car completely sight unseen, yeah. just like Carvana or right. any of, of these other guys. But we really do it better because you're dealing with a live person yeah. that is sitting in front of that vehicle and, and knows a lot more about it than the operator that picks up at one of those places. Right. That's a great value proposition. Uh, well, Frankie, that about wraps up our time here today on the Johnson City Small Business Podcast. Uh, thank you for investing your time with, with us today. I, I, I always have fun hanging out with you. Where can people go to find you, find your business? Where's your physical location? Where can they find you on social media? All right, folks. So we are, are on the Motor Mile right there uh, at DeVault Bridge mm-hmm. uh, across from Wing Deer. Rocky Top Motors or rockytopmotors.com is our website. Check us out there or swing by. We'd, we'd love to meet you and let you take anything out for a test drive and, and show you the difference in, in what we're doing here. Well, Frankie, thanks again for being here. And, and I'd like to thank you guys, the listener, for, for dropping into the show today. Please subscribe to the, to the podcast and, and make sure you also check out um, you know, Johnson City Living with uh, Colin Johnson. He's got a nice little show going on right now. And special thanks to Market Street Media and our sound engineer, Leighton Hart, who is responsible for romance in your ears every single week. So this is the Johnson City Small Business Podcast. I'm your host, Ryan McKinney. And until next time, keep living your life by design.